Welcome to the Christian Business Concepts with your host, Harold Milby. Christian Business Concepts is dedicated to guiding companies and business owners in becoming effective, efficient, and successful through God's Word and godly principles. Now, here's your host, Harold Milby. Thanks for downloading today's Christian Business Concepts podcast. Um, I'm so thankful that you decided to, to allow me to be a part of your day and, you know, and a part of the CBC family. It, you know, it's my deepest desire that you'll be encouraged, enlightened, and empowered by today's podcast. Now, be sure to share today's podcast with somebody else, too, along the way. Hey, listen, you know, building a business or even a department you know, you want your department that you that you manage to be really effective. And either one of those two things, it you know, it really does take a lot of hard work. You know, many of you who are listening would say amen to that, right? You know, as a leader, you quickly learn that the more responsibility that you have, the less choices you have. You know, it's easy for a factory worker to call in sick and and play hooky, but when you're the owner or you're the manager, you really can't just call in and play hooky, right? Um, you know, it kind of reminds me of uh, the young man whose mother came into his bedroom and woke him and told him it was time to get up and go to work. And he began to tell her all the reasons that he didn't feel like going to work. You know, the people there don't like me. They don't listen to me. Um, they're always talking behind my back, and, and I kind of feel like I'm by myself there. And uh, his mother said, you know, son, you have to go to work. You're the owner. And so, you know, when we look at business and we look at it having a leadership role, the higher you go in responsibility, the less choices uh, that you have. So as an owner, you, there's more responsibility that you have than most of your employees will ever understand. And uh, so we understand that if you're going to build a business or a department, you know, it's going to take hard work. And, you know, one of the key ways that you build your business or department is through others. You know, it may be some key employees or it may be, be with only, maybe, maybe you only have two or three people that are lower level people. Either way, it's important for you to understand this following wisdom seed. And that is improve your team to improve your organization. Let me say it again, improve your team to improve your organization. Now, the way that you improve your team is to develop people. You know, most people know the restaurant chain uh, Chipotle. And, uh, you know, this is what their company has to say about employee growth and development. This is what they said. Living our mission to cultivate a better world means hiring passionate people and investing in their future, providing paths for building operational and leadership skills, whether employees grow their career, chase their dreams, or just pick up a few skills along the way, growing our talent sets us up to continue to grow as an organization and provide that amazing guest experience. So I think Chipotle understands the power of developing people. 
you know, a lot of times you'll you'll see businesses that really they you know when you look at an employee, most most employers look at employees and they put them in either one of two columns on their in their accounting system. And I mean this, you know, mentally. You know, they either consider an employee an asset or they consider them a liability. You know, I've I've worked for people who just looked at their people like their liabilities. They they you know don't they don't care if you come or go. They don't care. You know, they'll find somebody else if you don't want to do the work. Uh, they 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 don't treat you like they want you to be there. You're just another person. And there's lots of reasons that that happens. Maybe they've been hurt in the past. Maybe some employee has taken advantage of them. Maybe he's been sued. There's all kinds of reasons that that happens. But if you really understand the power of developing people, then you'll take the effort and you'll do exactly that. See, good companies have good employees, but great companies take the time and the energy to develop the people in their organization. It doesn't matter if it's the janitor all the way up to the uh, some of the uh, upper executives. You know, you take the time to put together a plan to develop employees. You know, Ephesians 2 and 10 states, you are God's workmanship who has been created to do good works that God has prepared in advance. So you've been created. Those of you that are listening, you've been created to do great things. And you've been created with a purpose. And one of the key to develop one of the keys to developing people is to help them to discover their purpose. You know, there's a recent Gallup poll and it found that companies that invested in their employees increased their profitability by 11%. That's huge. So there's an advantage, you know, if you're the business owner, there is an advantage of developing people. There's an advantage of investing in people. So let, let's take a look at some of those uh, benefits of developing employees. So, you know, you're going to get improved employee performance. It'll increase employee retention because when you invest in people, you go the, the, when, when you go to work for a company where they invest in you, you'll want to stick around. You feel like that they want you, that they need you, they feel like you're important to them, and they're willing to invest in you. And those are the kind of companies that employees like to go and stay with. You know, Sir Richard Branson uh, had this to say. He said, train people well enough so they can leave, but treat them well enough so they don't want to. So it does increase employee retention. Uh, some other benefits are it, it attracts more talented employees. When you, when you reach out there and you're looking to fill a position and, and they find out that you're a company that invests in their employees, you'll, you'll get that higher level person that you need. You know, if you have three employees and, and there are three potential uh, candidates for a position, you know, you have a much better chance of getting that top-level candidate because you do take the time to invest in people and they find out. So um, it also increases the employee's engagement, which is huge right now, uh, really, with any company. You need employee engagement. You need them to engage in what they're doing engage in the company philosophy, and when you invest in them, they'll they'll turn around and invest back. 
Uh, it also increases uh, potential innovation. You've got people that are out there thinking, always thinking about how can we make this better? You know, how can we make this work? Uh, it also creates a deeper and a stronger bench, if I can say it that way, uh, for future leaders. You know, so if, if you have a company that's growing, and, and this is all about, you know, this podcast is really, div- is, is really about taking Christian principles and utilizing them to help grow your business. That's what this is about. So I believe that God wants to grow your business. And so if you're going to grow your business, you're going to have to have a strong bench. You're going to have to have a deep bench. You're going to have to have a lot of people that you have an opportunity to move up, to move over, to give them opportunities to, to step up. And so when you invest in people, you begin to fill your bench. And so you have an opportunity to have future leaders. It also gives them a, a greater job satisfaction, so they're more satisfied with what they're doing all because they feel like that they're being invested in. It brings a greater efficiency. Uh, it creates what I call dream catchers. You know, when you invest in your people, then they have this desire to catch your vision. So they, they catch that vision, they grab hold of it, they make it their own so that they can help you, you know, grow the business. So they become dream catchers. Uh, it also creates advantages over the competition. When you invest in your people, uh, you have a greater quality of employee than what competitions uh, your competition has if they're not doing any kind of investment in employees. So it gives you an advantage over your competition. And then it also increases motivation. So now you have people that are motivated that they want to do something. They want to to be a part of something. They're motivated to act. They're motivation uh, motivated to do. So th- these are just kind of you know just kind of a few benefits of developing people. You know Ephesians four twenty nine says no let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying that it may minister grace unto the hearers. That Greek word edify uh, is oikotome. Oikotome, it just means the act of building. It is the act of someone who promotes the growth in somebody else. And so the Bible talks about that, not, not just in church leadership, but in leadership in general. We need to be that person that edifies other people. We need the one that, that does this, this oikotome, uh, which is a bit the act of somebody who promotes the growth of somebody else. Um, you know, I, I read a story once uh, about a young man that used to dive for exotic fish, uh, for people's aquariums. And he said that one of the most popular aquarium fish is the shark. And he explained that if you catch a small shark and you confine it, it'll stay the size that's proportionate uh, to, to the uh, aquarium that you put it in. So sharks can actually be six inches long and yet fully matured. But if you turn them loose in the ocean... They'll grow to their normal size of eight feet or more in length. So our job as leaders is to remove people from the aquarium to help them grow to their full potential.
you know, most people are familiar with that tech giant, Adobe. Um, what you may not know is the extent to which they invest in people. You know, they've got a wide range of employee development resources. They offer financial assistance. They have what they call stretch opportunities. They've got programs that develop employees, uh, not just their, their work skills, but their minds and their bodies. They, they even offer a sabbatical for the employees every five years. So they're investing in Adobe, and Adobe is rated one of the best places to work uh, in the United States. So they're investing in people. They're investing. You know, so how, how, do, you, how do you create a program uh, that invests in the growth of employees. So let's spend a little time here talking about that because I want you to be able to listen to this program, take some notes, and then start putting together a plan to help you invest in the growth of employees. So the first thing you've got to do is discover. That's the first thing. You've got to discover the immediate potential of an employee. And you're going to do this employee by employee. So you're going to have to discover what their immediate potential is. If you have somebody that doesn't have any potential, then they're probably not going to benefit for any kind of uh, uh, employee growth program. So you want to determine the potential growth of an employee. Discover their potential. The next thing you want to discover is the employee's competence. Are they competent to go through a program? Are they competent to be able to follow through with it? So make sure that you discover that. Discover the employee's passion. You know, we talk about passion. Passion is so powerful in business. It's, it's powerful in anything that you do. But, you know, passion. And, and one of the things that, that, again, that I try to do in every presentation, if I'm in front of a customer, if, I've, if I'm in front of the leadership of our company, if they come into town and I've got to make a presentation, I always, always have this great desire and I put everything into that presentation in order for my passion to show through. So you want to discover if the employee has passion. Then you want to determine those employees that are receptive. You've got some employees, they don't want to grow. They want to stay where they're at. You know, I've, I've talked to people and offered them advancement, and they're like, no, I want to stay where I'm at. Now, I don't understand that, but I'm not going to sit in judgment because I don't know their heart, and I don't know what's going through their mind. But I, don't, I, I can't understand why an employee does not want to grow. But there are some that are not receptive to it. So you've got to determine who those people are. Uh, next, you need to discover the personalities. You know, you can't deal with everybody in the same way. And people are not going to grow, and they're not going to respond uh, the same way that another personality may respond uh, with regards to the type of, of growth plan or the way that, that uh, the tools that you're using. So some personalities respond better to other tools. So you're going to have to know their personality. And then you need to determine their commitment level. And that's crucial. Let me tell you, your commitment level is so so important for anything that you do. You know, Proverbs 18 and verse 15, it says, The heart of the prudent getteth knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. So if we're going to be prudent, then we're going to go after knowledge. We're going to try to grow in knowledge, grow in wisdom, 
And so if a person is committed to that, and to me it should be a lifelong commitment, but if a person is committed to that, then you've got a great candidate for your, for your, uh, uh, you know, your employee growth program. Uh, then you want to discover what your company's skill and knowledge gaps are. What are the things that you need? What's the things that your company needs? What kind of skills are you lacking in? What kind of knowledge are you lacking in? You need to discover that. And then uh, on the flip side of that same coin is something called uh, or, or is is the fact or the uh, uh, discovery of the employee's needs and goals. So yeah, your your company has a skill and knowledge gap, uh, or maybe multiple, but the employee also has some needs and goals. So you need to discover what those things are as well. So the next thing uh, that you have to do to develop a plan is delivery. It's delivery. How are you going to deliver this program? What are the tools that you're going to use? Okay, so here, here's a list of a few things uh, that you can consider. So first of all, just one-on-one coaching. It's time-consuming, I get it, but sometimes you, you may have personality types that that's the only way that you're going to reach them is through coaching. Next is mentorships. Uh, maybe there's somebody within the company you can that, that can mentor this person. Uh, cross-training. You know, sometimes when you cross-train people, it gives you the the uh, opportunity to use them down the road if anything happens to the other uh, person that was in the other job position. But cross-training is great. Job shadowing, you can let them jo- uh, shadow somebody. Uh, another one is e-learning. So there's all kinds of e-books. There's slide decks. There's webinars. There's videos, there's podcasts. You can develop that. It's not. It's not merely. Hey, listen to the. You know, look it up and look at. No, no, no. You find the books you want them to read. You find the slide decks. You find the webinars. You find the video podcast or the videos in the podcast, and then put it in a program. Put it in a program. Right. It could be membership. Maybe membership in some kind of an organization that has some formal you know, classes, learning, whatever. And and then uh, actually the formal classes themselves, you know, maybe you have to send them to some formal classes. Maybe they go to seminars and you pay for them to go to a seminar. Uh, certifications, you know, a lot of times a, a great part of having an employee growth program is to get them certified in a very specific uh, uh, task. Now, yes, they could take that certification and go somewhere else. But, you know, as, as we quoted that earlier today, you know, you want to, you, what you want to do is, is you want to train people, uh, well enough, they can go somewhere else, but you want to treat them in such a way that they never want to. So certifications. And then the other thing you can do is a company library. Our, our company, uh, promotes a company library. A lot of the managers will buy books for people in their department from time to time and hand them out for people to read. That can be a part of your growth program. Now, the next thing that you have to do is you have to drive. You've got to drive. So you've you've got to you've got to have a drive. You've got to create a culture of growth and development within your company. Um, you've got to be realistic. 
I mean, you, you know, you got to be honest with yourself on what the company can and cannot provide. I mean, you may have some budget restraints. You may have resources that you need but you don't have. But you also need to look and see if there's resources. If your company has multiple departments, maybe another department has some resources that you can utilize. Uh, the next thing you know that you have to do under drive is you've got to keep the employees accountable that are in the program. So if you're helping them, you got to make sure that they're accountable. you got to hold them accountable. The employees need to own the plan. They, they need to be motivated. They need to be engaged. Uh, next, don't make any guarantees. You know, don't tell them, well, if you read this book, I'm going to give you another $5 an hour and promote you to manager. Don't make those guarantees. Wait until after they get through the program and see if they truly grow. Uh, along those lines, you don't want to overcommit. Don't overcommit your management team because they're the ones that are going to have to help oversee this. They may be involved with coaching or some mentoring. Uh, don't overcommit those people. Uh, so because you know you'll 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 encourage the one at the expense of the other employee who's doing the work. So just don't overcommit. Don't overextend your your time and resources and the time and resources of your other people. And then make sure that you clear any obstacles. Get rid of any obstacles that may be in the way. Look for those. If the employee says, I don't have time to go to seminars because I have to work every day, then give him a day off and pay him for that day to go to a seminar uh, and then pay for the seminar, obviously. But that's just an example. But you want to make sure you clear out any obstacles. Uh, and then the next thing that you want to do is you want to direct. So you want to put the program on paper, write it out, here's the program, and maybe you just start with one or two employees. I mean, you can always add more if things really start humming along, but you really want to start with maybe one or two and see how it goes. You need to keep it organized. Make sure that the program is, is, is um, uh, scheduled. You've got a schedule, and it's on a calendar. So keep it organized, and then have a timeline. Make sure that you have a timeline. Uh, then the next thing that you need to do is you need to deliberate. You've got to monitor the progress of the employee, see how they're doing. You've got to mon man uh, monitor your management team. Maybe you're finding out that it's taxing uh, some of your employees too much to try to, to, to be a part of this and, and, and perform at a high level, it may just be too much. So you've got to monitor not only the employee, but you've got to monitor your your management team who's actually delivering the plan. So you got to deliberate. You got to look at that, right? Uh, you need to measure the performance. Measure it. How are they doing? Here are the milestones that we want them to hit in the next six months, or whatever that may be. You want to track results. You want to track the results. You need to be able to write it down. You need to be able to see in black and white what the results are. And then as you continue to deliberate and, and you look at this and you monitor and you measure and you track the results, you may need to make a mid-course adjustment. That's okay. That's fine. That's just, you know, especially if you've never had an actual designed purposeful employee growth program, you may need to make a mid-course adjustment. That's okay. You know, if you have to do that, do it. 
Go to the employee and let them, and just tell them. Just be honest with them and tell them. Say, look, first time we've done this, we feel like we've made some mistakes here. Uh, give us an opportunity because we do want to invest in you as a person, and we think we can make this work. And it and it'll be a great thing for you and a great thing for us. So just be honest with your employees if you have to make a mid course adjustment. You know, investing in people will have you know really long term effects. Uh, it'll help you be successful in business, and as you try to grow your business and grow your people, it'll help you keep up with growth of your business and attract more talent. I mean, it's so important. So, so remember, remember these D's, right? The discover, delivery, drive, direct, and deliberate. Make sure that you you write this down and begin to put together your own plan. Even even more importantly, as we invest in people, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this, but even more importantly, we need to invest in people spiritually. We need to invest in them spiritually. Did you know that that Tyson Foods, big company, Tyson Foods has over 100 chaplains on their payroll? to help minister to the spiritual needs of their employees. I'm telling you, investing in people, not just in their skill sets, not just in their career, but investing in people spiritually, that's that's a part of really what we're called to do, especially as business owners. You know, the ripple effect of changing people's lives is endless. You know, when you when you throw that rock into the into the pond or into the lake and you see the ripples, well, when you invest in people, it creates a ripple effect. And you don't know down the road, you may be retired, and the effects of you investing in a person is still affecting other people's lives. Uh, and it's endless. So helping people be all they can be should be a really a lifelong endeavor for all of us. You know, Proverbs 19 and 8 says that he that getteth wisdom loves his own soul, and he that keeps understanding shall find good. And there's another translation that says it says it this way, and I like this translation. It says, do yourself a favor and learn all you can. Then remember what you learn, and you will prosper. That's a great translation. Do yourself a favor, learn all you can, then remember what you learn, and you will prosper. Lord, help us to see the people today as not just an employee. Lord, help us to see them as a person and one who deserves opportunities, Lord, to grow in their careers and grow as a person and to grow spiritually. Lord, help us as leaders. Help us as business owners. Lord, help us to recognize opportunities uh, that will help people grow. And Lord, help us to make that commitment. Lord, help everyone that's listening to this podcast to, to make that commitment in our businesses and in our departments to invest in people. And Lord, I thank you for that, and I praise you for it in the name of Jesus. You know, thanks again for for downloading uh, today's podcast. It's really been a blessing to uh, uh, to be with you today. And and if it's been a blessing to you, be sure to write a review and then share it with maybe just at least one other person. But until next time, I want you to remember that Jesus is Lord, and He wants you blessed. Thank you for tuning in. 
this week's Christian Business Concepts podcast. Go to ChristianBusinessConcepts.com for more information and resources. Be sure to check out other podcasts that will help you take your business and your personal life to a whole new level of success.